Welcome to Tuesdays with Tom, a podcast brought to you by Brinkhotter Realtors, the podcast where wit meets charm each and every Tuesday. Tom will bring you the latest scoop in the real estate world and then spotlight our community's movers and shakers, getting you the inside scoop. Welcome, everybody, to the inaugural broadcast of Tuesdays with Tom. My name is Tom Brinkotter, and I am the broker owner of Brinkotter Realtors here in Decatur, Illinois. And uh, looking forward to, to having conversations with, with local leaders and community uh, advocates uh, in the Decatur area every Tuesday. Um, we are a full-service real estate company located here in Decatur, Illinois, which means we do commercial sales, residential sales. We also do property management and have a construction and remodeling division. Uh, we will talk a little bit about real estate uh, over the, the coming days, uh, but mostly we wanted to focus on uh, our community. Uh, our company's been in existence since 1965, uh, and since then we have been very involved in the community. And, and this podcast is a chance for us to kind of highlight some organizations, businesses, uh, and people that make an impact uh, in Decatur. So to start it off uh, with our very first podcast, we have Miss Jennifer Don in with us. Jennifer uh, founded Paw Print Ministries and does unbelievably good work in in our community. And uh, welcome, Jennifer. Thank you. Thank you for having me for the first one. I'm super excited. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. It's good to be here. And I tell you what, so Paw Print Ministries, this is our 10th year. And we are beyond thankful for Brinkhotter and your family because you have been with us from the very beginning, supporting this endeavor. And the only way that we can execute what we do in the community is by our village. And we are so grateful for Brinkhotter for being a part of our village. Well, we're grateful for you because you actually found me a dog in California. Yes, uh, Frazier. If yes. you remember Frazier, he was a paw print dog. Unfortunately, we, we lost Frazier a year or two ago. Um, but tell, tell that story, how you got him oh, here. Oh, that was exciting. And, you know, we um, I think we had, we had selected the dog, but what we did not tell... Patty and you was that we had uh, secretly flown him in here right. from California, and we surprised you out front of Brinkhotter yep. with Mr. Frazier. And yeah. yes, <laughs> and I had just lost my longtime golden retriever Boomer. Yes, and I was uh, I needed a dog at that time, and and you fulfilled that need. You actually, your dad actually flew him in, right? He yes, uh, yes. Frazier uh, loaded up in that tiny little plane, and we got him here, and. Uh, he gave amazing hugs. I love yeah. Frazier was happy go lucky. He was a, he was a good one. If you've ever seen the Paw Print Ministries website, and we'll talk about that in a minute, but Frazier's the dog on there with the spotted tongue. Yes, yes, his tongue was always hanging out to the side. Yep, yeah. Yep. So tell us a little bit about um, what you do and what your needs are, and and how people can help you. Yep. So like I said, we have been around for ten years here in our community, and. Uh, currently, we have 45 comfort dog teams. So a team consists of the canine handler who volunteers their time to train their dog and then go out in the community on community visits with their dog to give back. Uh, we take the dogs into um, nursing homes, cancer care center, hospitals, uh, and tragedies and disasters uh, when we're called out to go serve at uh, schools after a death of a student or a teacher or, or things like that. 
Um, I tell you what, it is awesome to witness uh, these dogs in action and really what they can do. You know, when I walk into that tragedy uh, with my dog by my side, um, the students will instantly trust me. And they just want somebody to talk to as they try to process grief and work through things that have happened. And um, my dog that is in training right now, his name is Story. I say everyone's got a story, yep. and it's uh, it's so true. So, how long have you had Story? I know he's a, he's a newer one in the in the. He's group. newer, actually. Story just turned two. Really, he did. Boy, time flies when you get old. I well, it happens. It happens. But uh, he's doing excellent in training. Uh, story does not know a stranger. We love absolutely everyone, and uh, it's it's really fun to take him out and show him the world and have him be a part of our organization. So the nursing homes, uh, you have regular visits. We do. So the, do the do the residents get used to seeing the the, the same dog, or do you rotate they do. the dogs? No, it's nice because um, many of the same handlers go on the same visits, and we kind of become family um, to a lot of these individuals that we see out in the community. Um, we have a handler that visits uh, Danville VA three times a month. Mm -hmm. And he uh, goes to four of the wards there. And uh, many of the um, individuals living there look forward to those visits because they don't have family that comes to see them. Yeah. So we become their family. That's right. Well, I uh, speaking of family, I have the great privilege of getting to live next door to your mother and father. <laughs> and they have a comfort dog named Eli. They do. It, Eli was dog number two with Paw Print Ministries. Yeah, it was Peyton and Eli, yes, right? It, yep, Peyton and, he, and Eli. Eli is still there. And my 94-year-old mother gets visits from Eli quite often. And I, she looks forward to it. I think she is uh, Eli's number one fan i think she started his fan club oh yeah she's she's got her she's got a monthly she makes a monthly payment to I Paul love Print that. Ministries. she's amazing we so love her tell us a little bit about do you take donations how do you fund the organization absolutely yes donations are huge in being able to fund what we are doing out of the community um we operate exclusively through donations and then also through grants um without the support of the community we can't pull off what we're doing um, so donations can be made through our website at pawprintministries.org. Uh, a bulk of that funding goes directly back into our training program to allow us to train the canines. Uh, for us to train one dog takes one to two years. Um, our volunteers dedicate countless hours to training their dog. Uh, when we go into these uh, different facilities that we visit, it's super important that the dogs are on their best behavior and ready to go and ready to serve. So we work really hard to set them up for success. Where do you train at? Oh, I love that. Perfect segue into our brand new office that uh, we just moved into in July. And um, we uh, were on El Dorado behind uh, investment planners, but we recently moved out into Park 101 area and have over 6,000 square feet of floor space uh, for training for our dogs. And it was much needed. It's nice that we can now offer training opportunities to our handlers um, where we have adequate space to move equipment around and um, let them come and 
uh, we're not begging and borrowing different um, facilities for uh, having us to come in and train. Well, I've been out to the new office, and yes. you have done one heck of a job out there. It's it's really nice. Thank and, you. Um, I think, what do you have, 45 dogs now? We do. We do. You can see the lineup on our website. Does that translate into 45 different handlers? Yes. Or is there uh, more than one dog per handler, maybe? There's a, a few handlers that have two dogs within our program that have gone through the training twice. So, so how, when did you start this? 10 years ago. 10 years ago, yep. you've gone from two dogs and you and your mother doing it right. to 45 dogs. Well, so we you- actually went from zero. <laughs> and I remember started uh, raising funds for this. And I remember walking into a local business here in our community and uh, asking the business owner for funds. And he's like, you want me to help you bring a dog to the community? And um, at first he didn't understand, but now, uh, through the years, he's become one of our really good supporters. So, yeah, I'm sure you have a lot of loyal supporters. Yes. I mean, when it comes to dogs, I mean, you hit the soft spot right there. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, there's just something when you walk into the room with a dog, people will just instantly melt. And, you know, we serve in so many challenging situations and to have that dog next to us is really the bridge to allow individuals to trust us and to open up and to share their story. And um, I'm so thankful that through the years, I've been able to sit um, at the bedside of so many individuals here in our community and learn from them and help them through challenges. Right. So you have an interesting story. I've heard it before of how this all started. You went to you were at a place yes, where, where they had a disaster, correct? I did. So in 2013, the um, December, November of 2013 in Washington, Illinois, there were tornadoes, uh, a tornado that had moved through that community and destroyed um, half of the community. I was on a disaster response team there assisting with cleanup. So I was on the ground um, there for about two weeks. Uh, The second day I was there, a team of comfort dogs had come in and I fell head over heels in love with one of these dogs. Well, I called my dad from that disaster. I said, Dad, um, we need one of these dogs for Decatur. And I said, but there's there's one problem. They they just cost too much. And he says, ah, if it's money, he said, that'll work itself out. And, you know, if that's what if that's what is placed on your heart, do it. And um I had many doors slam shut in my face, but so many other doors flew wide open. And it was very clear the path that I was to take. And, um, you know, like I said, it takes a village to execute this. And our community is outstanding in the way that they will rally together to really support um, nonprofits here in our community, just like Brinkhotter does. And uh, with that support, we've been able to pull this off and and thrive here in our community. Well, I think what you do is fantastic. Uh, it's much needed uh, in our community, and you always answer the call. I know you get a lot of calls, and I know you always answer pretty much all of them. Um, and We're I, blessed to be able and, to And serve. I thank you for, for starting this. Thank and, you. And I'm very thankful for your mother and father. Now you have a full-blown board. You're a, you're yes. a full-fledged organization. you got a great permanent location address of your, of your office. 2555 Federal Drive. Come out and see us. And how do people find you on the web? At pawprintministries.org. You can view our website and um, you can view all of our dogs and um, a lot of our needs on there as well. So, Jennifer... Um, I have been out in the community before, maybe Central Park, I think Rural King one time. Yes. And I saw a bunch of paw print dogs yes. running through the store. Yes. 
great now, spot you, to train. So, so part of this training mm-hmm. is they have to be able to interact in, in public situations, correct? Right. Well, and you know, when you go to places like Rural King, for example, there's there's sliding doors, there's different flooring, there's rabbits, there's chickens, there's different smells. <laughs> yep. And so we expose the dogs to as much as we can in a training situation because when we walk into that school, into that first grade classroom that has a bunny rabbit in there, yep. the dogs have been exposed. The handler and the dog both know appropriate ways to react to that stimuli. That's awesome. It, it, so the dog learns in a public situation. Now, does the dog have to pass some kind of test? Yes, yes. So uh, our training program is a seven-phase training program that was written with a a head trainer who's based out of Springfield. And he commutes to Decatur a few times each week to offer training opportunities for our volunteers. So we've got spreadsheets and checklists of all the fun things that um, we expose the dogs to so that uh, when they go out, uh, they're they're set up for success and ready to serve. And and I, I know this trainer. He is excellent at what he does. He definitely knows his stuff when it comes to dogs. He will train your dog how to get in your car. Oh, he'll, he'll do it all. He, I guess. Yes. If you would like your dog to do a backflip, he can probably figure it out. (laughs) Uh, I I remember Frazier. Frazier was two years old when he got in the program and he was, he was, he's kind of a handful to train, but, but we got her done. There we go. Yes. He was a big lover dog. Kudos to Patty for working hard at that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. I had to put Patty to work in the in the real estate business shooting shooting all of our pictures. Right, so right. Frazier kind of slowed down there uh, towards the end, but we we really enjoyed being a part of Paw Print and yeah. I hope that uh, if if you're out there and and you have a calling for volunteerism and mm-hmm. and want to help, how would they get a hold of you if, if you're always looking for volunteers, aren't you? For sure. And you know, we often have volunteers come in to assist with our trainings and Um, Like I said, the more people we can expose our dogs to in a training scenario is very beneficial. Uh, We've partnered with Decatur Blaze in the past, and we've had the hockey players come in. And uh, that's always fun to to bring uh, those young men in to help us train our dogs. And plus, they love it, too. Uh, But there is more information on our website at pawprintministries.org, and there's a contact us form. Well, I'm all about websites, so so go to that website and uh, check out what Jennifer does here in our in our community, right here in Decatur. Uh, Couldn't be more proud of you. Thank you. And we're proud to be associated with Paw Print and your family. You're amazing. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. (laughs) Find your way home, brinkotter.com.